0: Hi there, everyone. Welcome back to The Uncomfortable Truth, a brief announcement before I begin this episode. Come September, uh, I'm going to change format slightly, and every other week, I'm going to have a discussion, uh, a sort of a side-by-side, uh, peer-to-peer discussion with somebody I think is an innovative thought leader, people in uh, great, greatly different walks of life. Uh, which I think will be exciting and I think will be added value. Of course, the price doesn't go up, it's still free. So look for that uh, come September, and uh, I look forward to getting your reaction to that. As for now, the topic this week is do-gooding. The do-gooders will be listening in, I hope. It's insufficient and often disastrous to be a do-gooder without thinking through the repercussions. For example, The United States has traditionally given massive aid, food aid, to poor nations which were struck by natural disaster or ineptness or tyranny. However, in so doing, we undermined local agriculture, which went broke and disappeared, making that nation permanently reliant on our handouts. It's the embodiment of the old catch a fish or teach people to fish. And although our intentions were good, the results have been disastrous. Handing out massive stimulus funds during the pandemic has had a huge impact on today's higher prices and inflation. There's no other way to cut that. This is not mainly about out-of-control oil companies or high tech. It's about too much money being printed without the backing for it. The more you create mandates to overcome resistance, as with the vaccines... The more resistance you create. I give people money who look as though they need it and I stop making judgments about whether they'll spend it on food or liquor or drugs. If they're there on the sidewalk or at a streetlight, I make the decision to give them money without being so damn judgmental. I'm not about to interview people who tell me they're in need or even feel the need to pretend they're in need I'm going to give them the money. It doesn't hurt me, and who knows, it might just help them. If you pause to let someone turn in front of you in traffic and then have a hissy fit because they didn't clearly wave a thank you or stop to write a thank you note immediately, you're simply trying to convince yourself you're a good person, not really help others. Do-gooding. If you stop me to correct a factual error that I'm making at the moment so as not to embarrass myself further or mislead others... I am grateful, but if you stop me over some trivial point or to intrude with your opinion or to to try to prove you're the second smartest guy in the room because you're not the smartest, I will visit the curse of Ming the Merciless on you. You are not helping anyone by criticizing their taste and trying to superimpose your own. If a woman, or anyone for that matter, takes umbrage at the fact that I held the door open, or rose to greet her, or allowed her to go first somewhere, which to me are acts of civility and not condescension or male supremacy, then that's their problem, not mine. Telling someone they were far better than they were, who's over 16, is not a good deed. It's deceitful and unhelpful. I've seen horrible speakers who never progress, beyond horrible, because everyone tells them they're terrific all the time instead of being honest and respecting them. Not everyone deserves a trophy. I have a t-shirt that says that. Being awarded anything for simply showing up as you're supposed to is a social obscenity. If you're not willing to work hard for something you desire, then you're not eligible to receive anything. And that's the uncomfortable truth.